You're listening to Mr. Suave at MrSuave.com. Quiet, numbskulls, I'm broadcasting. I welcome all our visitors and feel sure that we shall be seeing some fine football.
You're listening to Mr. Suave's Mod Mod World at mrsuave.com and on modradiouk.net. I always figured that tea was just going to taste like hot brown water. And you know what? I was right. Yeah, it's horrible. No, thank you. Welcome to England. With the Mo Betta Modcaster himself, bringing you suave sounds perfect for the modern mod lifestyle. Here he is, Mr. Suave. I love the nightlife. Oh wait, wrong nightlife. Mr. Suave here with Modcast number 459 in the style of... And, well, if you don't know whose style I'm referencing, keep listening, you'll figure it out. Kicked off the show with a bit of 80s synth soul courtesy of Animal Nightlife. That was their song Native Boy, and if you want to see them in action, I've posted one of their other videos up on the Modcast homepage at mrswab.com. Animal Nightlife, by some accounts, had Paul Willer uh, playing drums for them between 81 and 86. I've always found that a little hard to believe. Uh, It seems like he had a lot of things going on then as to be an official member of Animal Nightlife. I mean, I've seen things where he's played the bongos and the congas. I've never seen him actually play the drums. I'm sure he probably could. Um, But yeah, it's interesting. Uh, Other accounts, of course, only suggest he provided some backing vocals somewhere along the line, and others that he produced and helped produce and co-wrote. That, I can believe. No matter, this track was one of the band's earliest single releases. 1983, and it certainly has a sort of Willerian vibe to it. I mean, by 83, by then, Willer was uh, knee-deep into the Style Council, so who knows? Regardless, I love this track. It's got a really nice mix of soul and jazz and sophistication that just kind of screams 1980s. Speaking of soul and jazz and sophistication, there's more like that coming up, so stay tuned. Here is The Questions.
started to begin And when I tripped and fell She's my little private wife I've given up the best of my life to Mr. Suave's Mod Mod World at mrsuave.com and on modradiouk.net.
tonight I can't believe That it could happen to me Come on and sing You will feel better inside You're what I need I feel it in my soul Your love makes me wilder Like dancing all night, I finally know what it all is about and what we have will make me come back and stay. Oh, every day I feel like coming home even more. Your love makes me wilder.
that goes to show you that accidents sometimes turn out for the best. And speaking of accidents, if you don't hurry up and turn this record over, I might run smack into the label. What to make of that last track, right? I had to include that one. You just know Paris Match grew up infatuated with that whole Shibuya K scene. That fantastic Japanese music and art movement in the 90s that fused bossa nova and jazz with yee and soul over top of a sort of twee 60s girl group sound. That was good stuff. Paris Match does pretty much the same, and all with an obvious love affair with style council right there they took cheap tricks i want you to want me and smooth jazzed it up who would have thought that comes from their album our favorite pop and as you might guess it's a direct riff on tsc's our favorite shop right down to recreating that iconic album cover uh, paris match did it as best they could it's really interesting definitely in the style of the style also in that style, sometimes even more so, maybe, Sweden's Cloudberry Jam, who were hugely popular in Japan since they so clearly shared the same Shibuya soul sort of sound. This track was Your Love from their 2005 album The Great Escape. And ahead of that, we heard from uh, British mod stalwarts The Truth, one of their most soulful sophistipop numbers, Exception of Love off of their Playground album back in 85. What a great album. You can tell the band was really enamored of the Modfather. Uh, there's at least three tracks on Playground like this one that sound like they could have been on any Style Council album. And then there's a handful that sound kind of like Beat Surrender era jam, which of course is not all that far afield. And finally, um, you get their their new wave ode, so to speak, to Spandau Ballet and ABC as a handful of synth soul tunes, uh, especially It's a Miracle. Right before that was another 80 soul shaker, Nick Hayward. He was doing When It Started to Begin. That comes from his debut solo album, North of a Miracle. Uh, of course, having started with Haircut 100, Hayward managed to go on and make a really solid top 40 career with his kind of upbeat sort of soul pop. You should check out some of his later and lesser known albums in the 90s. There's some really criminally underrated tracks throughout there. Ahead of that was another Swedish group, the rather twee sounding Eggstone with April and May. That's off of their their final album, Viva la Difference. Probably doesn't have much of a, uh, a French accent, though. That was released back in 1997. And before them was one of Paul Weller's protégés, kind of the, the pillar of his Respond record label in the 80s, uh, sometime member of his Style Council collective. That was Tracy Young, with probably her biggest hit, The House That Jack Built, which was written by her Respond label mates, The Questions. Speaking of which, that was the questions that started that set out, way up there at the top. 
they were an interesting group. They started out um, really as a power pop, almost punk band in the late 70s. Uh, they had some some pretty good singles. They toured and opened for the Jam, which is where they met Weller and where he got interested in them. And then he signed them to his then new label in 1980. And under his tutelage, they quickly morphed into a sophisticated band, not unlike the Style Council. Um, they were a few years ahead of the Style Council, though, so it's sort of a chicken and egg thing. Which came first? Since Willer was producing them and helping write songs, who knows? But they were the performers. Uh, they became part of Willer's Respond Posse, along with Tracy Young. A very young Tracy Young, too. She started out, I think she was about 18. You can check out all of them performing together in one of the Style Council's earliest TV appearances. I've got the video of that posted over on the Modcast homepage at MrSwave.com. Anyhow, that was The Questions with Bottom Line. That's off of the band's only album, Belief, from 1984. Quite a set there, but wait. There is more coming up in just a moment. You can check out all the track lists for all the modcasts, all 459 of them now. Uh, Take a gander at the bonus videos. I've got all sorts of links to cool places on the net. All of that over at Suave Headquarters, MrSuave.com. And be sure to follow me on Facebook and Twitter. Okay, second set coming up. Expanding on that first set with lots more sophisticated jazz-infused soul dance music. Here's something a bit more contemporary. This is Rye, right here on Mr. Suave's Mod Mod World.
Set list, no need. So what, you're just going to put your iPod on shuffle? No, but I could. You want to know why? <sighs> Because every single song you own is a banger? Every song I download has to pass a series of rigorous tests to answer one simple question. Is it a banger? How many beats per minute? How many drops? How dope are the drops? Were any acoustic instruments used? If so, then it's not a banger. <laughs> Fuck you. 
Welcome back to the Modcast. What did you think of that second set right there? It made me thirsty. So I, uh, I went and poured myself a drink, a Suave Diablo, because uh, some spicy seemed like the right thing right there. Suave Diablo, it's tequila, creme de cassis, and ginger beer with a healthy splash of Hellfire Habanero bitters, which gives it a pretty good kick. Moving right along, that last one was fairly new, but from a veteran funk and soul outfit that was Shack Attack with The Blue Zone off of their 2019 album, Into the Blue Zone. Check Attack got their start in uh, 1980 doing some jazz-infused soulful funk. Some of it over the years has been a bit vanilla, but their whole track record, all of their albums really are sprinkled with some pretty good stuff that could sit comfortably on any mod jazz set list. Before that, another veteran funky soul group, Incognito. I was talking loud off of their album Positivity, released back in 93. And ahead of them, that was the Pale Fountains with the Norfolk Broads, which uh, is a track that was only ever available on a compilation released in 2013. It, uh, it was a collection of all the band's material released and unreleased over the years. Starting in about 81, the Pale Fountains had a few releases and a couple of albums through the mid-80s. and always seemed a bit like a forerunner to the whole C86 twee sound, but with some cool trumpets in there. You know I love trumpets. Uh, that track, Norfolk Broads, uh, always seemed to sound more like Sophistapop to me. You heard Danny Wilson, that's a, uh, a band, not a person. Danny Wilson doing Davey before that. That's the lead track from their 1987 debut, Meet Danny Wilson. Sort of in the vein of an early Everything But The Girl or Swing Out Sister. But honestly, not nearly as good. Not bad, but you know. Right before that, another band with a total council-like sound. Not surprisingly, there are a bunch of old mods. That uh, was Big Sound Authority. They were doing Soul Man. Big Sound Authority kind of rose up out of the ashes of mod revival combo The Direction. Um, those couple of those guys peeled off and uh, they added a female singer, expanded the group with some horns and so on, and went on to turn out quite a bit of great soul-infused pop for a few years. There's a great video of them uh, doing Soul Man on Old Grey Whistle Stop. It's a faster, more punched-up mod soul version, kind of cool. You can check that out at mrsuave.com. Ahead of that was a Scottish band, the Pearl Fishers, another veteran group with... Uh, 
roots deep in the whole early 90s. So maybe not as deep as some of the other bands, right? But uh, yeah, they were got their start in the early 90s, kind of that house music, synth soul, sophistipop scene back then. Interestingly, they're fronted by David Scott, who uh, also is a longtime member of Indies, Popsters, BMX Bandits. On this, uh, the Fountains iteration, Scott's influences range the right side of pop music, kind of from uh, Joe Jackson to Burt Bacharach, you probably heard that right there in that track, and obvious hints of synth pop and soul jazz right alongside other kind of Beach Boys-esque tracks with his stuff. That track here was Last Days of September from the Open Up Your Coloring Book album released in 2014. If you want to hear something really new from them, uh, you can check out the video for the Pearl Fishers. We got the video for Love and Other Hopeless Things, which is the uh, title track to their newest album out just last year. As always, up there at MrSwab.com. Finally, started that set out with a really interesting soul pop group, or maybe a collective really. That was Rye with Him which is only available in the Japanese pressing of their great romantic soul album, Blood, released in 2018. The singer at the group's heart and soul, um, and that voice, right? That voice that is so Sade-like, that is actually a Canadian Michael Mylosh, right? And he's kind of, I was thinking when I very first heard them a couple years back that they was a female singer, but it's Michael Mylosh. And since 2010, under the moniker, if you will, of Rye. He's released several albums and a handful of singles and EPs. Like I said, he's kind of the mainstay, uh, and the rest of it's sort of a changing group of musicians that he fits in and out, really in the style of Weller's collective ideas over the years. A bit different, bit the same though, huh? Um, you know, when Weller was doing that early with his Respond label, uh, various people who he would work with and have up here with the Style Council and sometimes put them all together as a kind of side group and so on. Ah, anyhow, I think a lot of stuff from Rye fits nicely with Sade, but also the Style Council. And as you've heard, pretty much everything else on this modcast. I can keep going. Um, it was really hard to winnow it down. You know, trying to narrow down the artists and tracks I wanted to play to highlight the whole synth soul, sophistipop, soul jazz, whatever you want to call it, that sound. You know that sound. But man, the also-rans that didn't make the cut, I could do an entire other show. I could do a whole show with, you know, Pizzicato 5, Curiosity Killed the Cat, Blow Monkeys, Mario Biondi, Level 42, Johnny Hates Jazz, uh, Eighth Wonder with Patsy Kensett. Simply read the associates. I, there's a bunch more too, but you get the idea. And there is one more that I can't believe I almost wasn't going to include. Um, my lifelong bucket list includes seeing this duo live someday, preferably in Paris, Europe. But you know, if they'd ever come to Seattle, that would be fan freaking fantastic. They were leaders of the whole sophisticated genre right from the get go, pretty much but have also uh, often acknowledged the influence of the Style Council on their sound early on. Their breakout hit, Breakout, condenses the first 40 seconds of West End Girls to a mere like four to six seconds. It's sort of a, like an opening chapter, a prelude to a book, but it's an opening chapter to an already amazingly truncated teaser for the whole story of the rest of the song. 
So it's like a prelude to a prelude to the song, which turns the old familiar tale of Eastern boys and Western girls kind of on its head. These kids broke out in an explosion of victorious trumpets. That's what I would say that is. Uh, and then also that heady, self-confident uh, female, no less, during that day and age, Corinne Drury, proclaiming her dominance, really, with that one. And right then, the remainder of New Wave, what was left of the, the New Wave scene, sort of, Sophistapop specifically, it all shifted sonically right there from kind of a darker and dormant male broodiness, if you will, to brazenly female forward thinking that was much more optimistic, it was brighter, eventually got way more aggressive. Think Rag Girls. And yes, I can make an argument for Swing Out Sister being the first Rag Girls. Um, that, that's another show. The uh, Think of the two videos, the iconic videos for these songs. They're quite eye-opening. I mean, videos are supposed to be, I guess, but these really are. Westing Girls but the Pet Shop Boys shot in color. Um, can only truly be heard in black and white. It doesn't sound color. They're stark, sharp, it's lacking in emotion, little alone levity or, or laughter. But it works. Man, makes the impact strong and decisive, but it sounds kind of negative to me. On the flip side, by contrast, you have Swing Out Sister, which is shot, uh, Breakout, which is just shot in uh, duotone, uh, pseudo black and white but which sounds so much more colorful. It just leaps off the screen into your ear in what can only be heard as vivid color. And of course, Corinne can't help but smile as she has always done. That doesn't hurt. Her joyous exuberance can barely be contained in the video. Uh, with those two, is it a generational moment? I don't think so. And this isn't to compare the songs as somehow equal in any way. I mean, I like them both, but they're totally different. All I'm done is noting the differences as I see them, and find interesting. Believe it or not, I know someone who finds Corinne's voice off-putting and can't stand Swing Out Sister, and I feel so sorry for her. Mrs. Suave, because she has to endure hearing that voice all the time. I'm Mr. Suave. Thanks for listening. Goodbye.